Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my God. So whew. I am uh, still wearing my corset uh, for everybody who wants to go see what I look like. Here I'm stand up. I look pretty hot. So I'm wearing my green and black corset. I just finished doing a session with a client and uh, I was inspired to do a recording of podcast for my orgasmic life because I miss you guys. <laughs> Um, so today, what we're going to talk about is, as always, remember you to look at the content warning, make sure you're a place where you want to be, and you're not going to get yourself in a place where you don't want to be. Self-care, very important. So my episode today, we're going to talk about how do you pick the right dom or like lifestyle dom or pro dom uh, for you. And it's really important that in order for you to find out, you need to figure out who you are. So often what I suggest to newbies who are new to the world of BDSM and kink is that it's really good to go in and you have no experience yet. It's really good to go find a professional dom who can help guide you into figuring out in a safe environment who you are, what do you like? What turns you on? What turns you off? What are your hard limits? What kind of doms are you attracted to? Why is it you want to see if it, you know, how, like, what is it you want to get out of, out of your dom and your submission? Is it something that's like on a part-time basis? Is it a full-time gig? Like all of these variables. So if you're new, I recommend you hire somebody who is skilled in teaching you and exploring, helping you explore. Then once you've, you know, you figured out who you are, because here's the thing. There's so many different kinds of doms. Um, you know, there's very militant and disciplinaries. There's older, there's younger, there's, uh, you know, maniacally evil like me. <laughs> You never see it coming. <laughs> and I pretty much laugh through the whole time, um, even though I'm like torturing. And there's others that are very stern and very strict and have high protocol, which is great. That's what that's what that's who they are. Right. So before you can find the right fit, you should probably do some exploring. And so I would first recommend starting to go and find, a, you know, a pro um, in your area. 
um, and maybe even go to a couple different uh, pros um, that have different personalities, different traits, different skills, um, because each Dom, we're unique. We're like snowflakes. <laughs> and you want to make sure that you know what's available to you. So that's the first piece of it. You don't know who you are. You can't find the right fit. Just like Doms, we need to make sure that, um, so again, every pro has their own rules and their own protocols and their own levels of connection and intimacy and, you know, uh, you know, whether or not, you know, anybody's getting any happy endings or not, or like each, each Dom is different, each you know, pro Dom, we're just for a second, I'm just going to talk about the pro Doms. So what I found for me is that I like submissives that are in line with my desires so that when I, and this, and, and I choose clients that are in alignment with me and their kinks are my kinks. And so we like, you know, it's great. All the things that turn me on are all the things that turn them on. And so what this does is it creates this amazing synergy in the dungeon where everybody's getting their needs met and both the submissive and me as the dominant. I know other doms uh, not aren't as specific, you know, like again, each dom is different. What, what, what they need, what they want, how they move in the dungeon. So when I'm training though, which I do lots of, train lots of pro doms, um, I, I suggest to the same thing to the doms as I'm suggesting to the subbies. You need to figure out what turns you on and who you are as a sexual being. Like truly, not just what you're okay with doing professionally, but who are you sexually? Um, and, and being able to like figure that out because then you can call in and connect with clients that are in line with you. Here's what happens when that doesn't go. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not pretty. So if a client, so for example, let's talk about me and my dungeon. So I am, uh, for me, the rules of engagement is that, you know, because I'm so orgasmic that, you know, I have lots of orgasms um, in my dungeon. Um, and, you know, I do a lot of, you know, orgasm control and denial for others. Mostly denial, actually, let's be honest. <laughs> Every once in a while, but mostly denied. So, but that teasing, that tease and denial, tease and denial, tease and denial is something that really excites me. It really turns me on. Um, it's like, it's so delicious. Like every part of my body is like, oh my God, this is so hot. Every time I tease and deny, I get a little bit hornier and I drop in a little bit deeper into the experience that I'm having in the dungeon. Um, and I, again, as you, you know, if you've listened to me at all, or watched anything from me, I'm always laughing and cackling and, you know, maniacal and, and, you know, it looks like I'm quite cute often. Like this morning I had a session and, you know, I just washed my hair and it was in my way. So I put it in like two little, you know, basically princess laying knobs on the top of my head. Adorable. And then I was evil. Now, my clients that are drawn to that, 
love that. They love the mind fuck. They love the playfulness. They love that, you know, we laugh and banter and, you know, have a blast in the dungeon, that there's a lot of fun. Um, and so when I see clients, when I start to take new clients on or I'm you know, inter introduced to a new client, the first thing that I say is that if you're looking for somebody who's going to be a disciplinary and very like stern with you, I am not that person. I hold utmost control of the in the dungeon and anybody who actually has ever spent any time with me knows that without me even saying anything, my presence in the room allows for people to just, you know, give me their power. That's just, I'm that, I'm just that alpha personality wise. So that works really good. And my clients typically are, you know, my typical clients are really alpha, alpha subbies who basically in the rest of their life, they're super in control. We call them alpha, alpha subbies, but really they're just control freaks <laughs> that are in recovery. <laughs> control freaks in recovery is what most of my clients are. And I can relate because I'm one of them. I'm a control freak in recovery. So, but they need, they, they need the way that I, you know, hold space and dominate and all that kind of stuff. That's what they need. If I was very militant and very dominant, um, in, like militant and like stern, that wouldn't work for a lot of my clients. My, a lot of my clients would have give, give a lot of pushback. They wouldn't be able to lean in or surrender and let go because of who they are, which is why they're drawn to me because they feel safe with the, the, you know, not the sternness. And so there's this piece where you really need to know who you are and what you want to find the good fit. And it's important for both parties to be in alignment. So over the, like in the beginning, I, you know, I didn't really, you know, again, it's been you know, a long time of being a dom. In the beginning, I didn't know that you know, I needed to, they needed to be in alignment with me just as much as I needed to be in alignment with them in order for our adventures together to be like really profound. So, you know, there's been times where, you know, I've had sessions with clients that, you know, want something that I'm not and um, don't enjoy the way that I move. And that's okay. It's, it's part of the whole, you know, that's why we do an intake session and all that kind of stuff to see, are we a good fit? But it feels then it doesn't feel good or satisfying with uh, at the end of the day when you aren't when one person is expecting something else and you're not that thing. So a big part of my dom training stuff is helping the doms figure out who they are and what their niche is and what kind of clients they want to see. And then you know you write your you write your your copy and your advertising accordingly to you know to attract those subbies. And again, there's so many different kinds of things. So all right, so let's go back to the subbies. So as a subbie, you want to again test out a bunch of different kinds of personality DOMs, different ones. And, you know, that expert, you know, their, their area of expertise and their area of desire are different, right? So, you know, my top is like impact play, you know, food play, foot play, bondage, tease and denial, 
impact play. I love hitting people. <laughs> and of course, pegging. <laughs> I love pegging. You're like, where are all those pegs? Okay. So I'll talk about pegging is uh, basically strap on play in a butt. Uh, food play is like sploshing and like playing with food. Uh, impact play is all the implements, the spankings, the floggings, the whippings, all everything that hits people with. Uh, foot play is all about foot worship and, and you know massaging and enjoying you know foot, everything to do with feet. Um, I think those are all the ones I talked about. Yeah. Um, so those are my, you know, and then of course, for me, it's psychological mind fuck. It's, you know, and the orgasm and orgasm and denial is also, not, those are my, those are my favorites. I do some other things too, but those, those ones are definitely my top favorite things to do. And for me, I like a reactive subby. I know uh, other doms don't like their subbies to make sounds and to move and to all this stuff. I'm the opposite. For me, what turns me on is their reaction. And so it's not about the extreme amount of pain that I'm putting in them, but I do, I'm a sexual sadist. So I do get sexual gratification from an arousal from people's reactions. The I, I, I's and the oh, oh, oh's and the ah, and the, and the wiggling around and the jumping around and all this stuff that excites me and turns me on and makes me it's just delicious for me but i know some client or some subbies don't want to be reactive there it interferes in their ability to surrender it's like there's too much there's too much action there's too much engagement there's too much noise in that and so they go in in order for them to go to subspace they go deeper into um you know, that place of stillness and quiet is about not having very much reaction. And again, which is great if you know that about yourself. I know that I'm not turned on when my clients aren't making, re aren't reactive. And so it's not a good fit for me, clients that aren't reactive, just like clients that need to be quiet, need me be, you know, not so engaging is not a good fit. That doesn't make it wrong. It just means that we're not a good fit. So this is why I'm having this conversation is that it's okay to not be a good fit. There's the first thing I want to give everybody permission. And if you're not a good fit, it's important to say you're not a good fit instead of like pretending you are and going through the motions and, and taking one for the team. And that's on both ends, whether you're the subby or you're the dom. Okay. Very important. Don't is one of the things I train is do not put yourself in a situation where you're not having a good time because then it feels icky. And when it feels icky, then shame is created and shame's not sexy. So we don't want any of that. Okay. So back to your subbies. You, uh, you've gone to a dom, you've gone to a couple doms, you've tested it out, you figured out what is your things? What are the things that really turn you on? and you know and make you feel like drop you into subspace and gratification you know for gratification and all the things like feel really satisfied and fulfilled at the end of your sessions what is that and once you figure that out then if you want you don't have to you you know you can continue to see you know if you you have that if you find a dom and you have a really good pro dom that you have a really good connection you can stay you know 
being their subby for as long as you want. Um, if you want to move into a more permanent kind of situation, um, however, I would recommend then now that you know who you're looking for, what style you're looking for, you can then start the process of, you know, on FetLife in dating, basically lifestyle doms. You can go see if you can find a lifestyle dom that you can have a relationship with because there's extra layers that go into that piece. Um, and it's, you know, you tend to then be able to drop further into more, you know, more regular submission um, as a possibility with lifestyle. Otherwise it's rather, very, it's rather expensive with your pro, which is doable, but again, um, way, way more expensive. So now as a sub, you don't just want somebody to dominate you. You're not like, you might feel like, oh, I'll do anything anybody wants. And that's what turns me on. And that's not, there is a component of that, but that has to be the right person. It has to be the right dom. Um, you're going to, you know, again, so you want to make sure there's a couple of things I've talked about dating and how to find a dom, but let's, let's put it all together in this thing. So, you know what you like, you know what you're looking for. Is it surrender? Is it particular acts? Is it, you know, certain kinks that you have, um, you know, that is your jam. Then you want to make sure that you interview it's really easy to drop into, oh, I just want to say yes and please the dom who I'm talking to. But it's not good when you're first meeting somebody until you, you spend some time doing some negotiation and hard limits list and negotiating what, you know, what everybody's in agreement to and what are all the things and what are the safety protocols. Like you need to have all of that pre-play conversations. And even if you are at a play party, you still need to have a pre-play negotiations for that scene at the, at the very least. And it's okay. And it's really important as a sub, before you give up your power, you need to be able to interview that dom to see if they're a good fit for you. They need, you need to find out, okay, so how long have they been doing it? What are their, what are their, what are their turn-ons? Are, are they aligned with yours? Um, you know, uh, let's see, do they have any training? It's also a good question to ask. And have they done any, you know, are they aware of any drama? This is also very important. And what are their expectations of you? Those are the big questions, you know, how long do they have any training? What are the expectations of you? Do, are they, do they have any trauma? Do they have any trauma training? Um, if, especially if you're a subby that has past trauma, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, trauma. It often comes out in play. Um, and so you really want your dom to be able to hold space and handle you and got you. So you need to know, are they capable of doing that? Um, what, what they need for what, you know, what is their process for aftercare? Just as important as they need to ask you, what is your aftercare needs? The other thing is, is that do they ask you questions? Do they ask you, do they, when you're negotiating, do they immediately expect you to say yes to everything? 
then that means they're not a good dom. Okay. That means it's, it means that they are just, it is about them and it's not healthy. And they're probably borderlining on an abuser, to be honest. A true fabulous dom will ask you a thousand probing questions to get to know you, to know what turns you on, what turns you off, what are your hard limits, um, what's your experience. Like they will, you know, again, probe you before the probing actually happens. <laughs> And they probe you because that's what makes play fun. You know, um, that's that piece for me, the, you know, I do a deep dive intake session anywhere for a one to three hours long with, you know, new play partners and, you know, subbies and clients. And so that then I can do consensual non-consent um, in all the rest of my play, because I already know. So I don't, we don't need to negotiate every scene before we play, which allows my, allows my subbies to just drop in. They know their expectation. It doesn't, they don't know what's going to happen, which is delicious and exciting. They get to surrender because again, remember most of my subbies are control freaks and recovery. So <laughs> we don't want to give them too much control because it's really easy. And the next thing they're in their head. Right. So because I've done all of that pre-negotiation and I did that pre-negotiation, which is very important with them as my equal. This is an important part that a lot of times people don't understand until we agree. We've negotiated, agreed that there is a power exchange. Till then we are equals. And that's another good indicator whether or not your dom is it going to be a good dom for you. Do they see you as their equal when they're getting to know you to figuring out all the things to do all, you know, to figuring out all of your things, all their things, what turns them on, what turns you off, what is your past, what are your experiences, what are the things they need to worry about? Like, do they do that? And do they see you as your equal? Because I've, I've talked a lot about this, but I, mean, it's, you know, I can never talk about it enough. There's a thin line between consensual power exchange and right out abusive behavior <laughs> and toxic behavior. It's a very thin line. So, you know, often what I find with subbies who don't know any better, they just drop, they're so excited about being subbies that they just want to worship me and everything I say, everything I do is perfect and right and stuff like that. And, you know, that's okay once we've made, you know, agreements with each other um, about protocol and expectations. But until we've actually sat down to agree to them, agree to me being their dom and me agree to taking them on as my subby, until that happens, there is no power exchange. We are equals and we need to, I need to interact and treat them as an equal because then they can't really give consent. This is the other pieces. And I've said this many times. If you're horny and you're dropping into submission, you cannot truly give consent because you're horny and your brain stops working when you're horny. All the, all the smart cells go down to your genitals. 
that's where they go with all the blood flow is with all the brilliant brilliance to your genitals and you will just say yes to anything so it's really important that you show up as your equal as your as the equal to that dom as you negotiate so that's another really good uh indicator whether or not that's a good solid dom who's going to see you as their equal you're going to have a negotiation before play you're going to figure out they're going to figure out everything that they need to know and you're going to figure out and share with them everything that they they need to know to create a safe consensual sane sexy space for you okay the other thing is the last thing is is that um, I want to say around this is that make sure like you've already done your due diligence. You've already seen a bunch of pros. You know what you like, uh, you know, it doesn't work for you. So you have some experience. Then you show up and they treat you, your, your dom, when you first get together, you know, you have your negotiation time. They treat you as equal. They ask you lots of questions. They allow you to ask them lots of questions. These are good signs that this could be a good fit. Um, make sure that you're, you're, you know, at least your top, I would say three to five kinks are compatible with each other. Very important. Um, and then take it from there. And it's okay for you to, again, if you're showing up not as your subby self and all your brilliance has gone to your genitals, then you can really, the other pieces, I really want you to listen to your guts, right? Your insides. Do you feel at ease when you are with that person? Is it easy to share? Is it easy to talk to? Are they easy to be around? This is also very important as a subby to be around your dom because you have to really like them not just what they do for you. So, and it'll also give you an indicator of whether or not you're safe. Your safety is, a, 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 you know, an important part because, you know, unlike say ordinary dating, you may get into, you know, somebody tying you up. I need to know you can trust them and that you feel comfortable with them. So listen to your instincts, listen to your gut. If your gut says, oh, this feels good, it feels good to be around this person, um, then listen to it. If your gut says, mm, there's something off about this that doesn't feel right, then acknowledge that and keep searching. Don't ignore that just so that you can get some playtime. You know, that's an often what happens is people end up in dangerous situations because they're desperate for some playtime and they didn't pick the right play partner. They didn't pick the right top, the right dom, um, or the right bottom, whatever, whichever side of the spectrum you happen to be on. So make sure that you're a good fit and you can walk away. And again, remember, you can always whack off. <laughs> you can go home, have some hot sex time with yourself, whack off, think about, okay, Oh, I can't wait to be owned or taken or whatever your fantasies are. And until you, it's important to, to do that. Don't go just because your genitals say so. Don't listen to your genitals.
you don't make good life choices. <laughs> I can honestly tell you that genitals never make good life choices. Okay. All right. I think that's it. That's it. That's all. So picking the right dom is figuring out what it is you need. Oh, the last piece before I, we head off is, are you wanting to, like, there's different reasons why you want to explore BDSM and kink. One could be just, I want to expand my sexual repertoire. So then you really want a dom that's really exploratory, like really loves new experiences and, and is really about exploration and the possibilities are endless. Right. If you are, that's one of the reasons that you're in, you know, exploring BDSM is to explore, then you need to find an exploring buddy as your dom. You don't want a dom that has like five things that they do every time they have sexy time with their partner. That's not going to work if you're an explorer, right? You got to explore, explore. If you really are about surrender, like if you really are dropping in so that you can quiet your mind and still yourself and, and, you know, really drop into that place of submission and be able to go to subspace, then you need to find a dom that really can do that for you and really likes that process of helping you take you to subspace. You can get to subspace many different ways, but again, dropping you in so that you can drop into subspace, then you need somebody who understands the, idea, the whole thing, the power exchange, the power balance, all the things that happen in order for surrender to happen, right? If that's one of your main reasons why you want to explore BDSM. If, you know, uh, if you're like, okay, I really, I, you know, I really am, I wanna be punished. Right. So if you got this whole like, you know, I'm a bad boy and I need a spanking and I need to go to the headmistress to get, you know, a punishment, then and you're really wanting that disciplinary punishment side of the whole is part of big part of your kink, then you're gonna want a disciplinary militant dom. I I would not be a good dom for you. If that's really the, the reason that you drop it, like for you, that's your thing. It's like you really want to be put in your place and told what to do and, you know, yelled at, you know, drill sergeant, militant, disciplinary. There's a personality type there. So if you, if that's your craving that you've been bad and you want to be punished and you need to be, you need to be taken and punished to teach you a lesson, then you need to find a dom that loves punishing, loves discipline. You know, I, you know, I do it, I do to discipline, but I do it in a very different way. It's very mind fucky sort of, wow, that was a bad life choice. And now I'm going to torture you for making this bad life choice. And we're going to do behavior modification. So like when I actually do punishment, I drop into punishment of the thing that the person doesn't want because I want their behavior to change. The rest of the time, it's all punishment, as I like to call it, um, where it's very playful. And again, that's not a bad thing if you want militant and disciplinary. You just need to make sure you have the right dom that will meet your needs. See what I'm saying? So that's the most important part is that you need to know what it is you know, 
my subbies, they come to see me for many different reasons, but the biggest reason is surrendering and subspace. And, you know, I love that. And surrendering control and helping them in their the recovery period, <laughs> their control freak in recovery part. <laughs> so figure out who you are, then go find a dub. And while you're on the hunt, so this is an important piece, like, so it's good to have a couple of different pro experiences so that, and again, you want to find out, is that pro really a pro? Meaning what's their area of expertise? You're going to ask them lots of questions. You know, how long have you done it? Why do you, you know, what do you get out of it? These are good questions, actually. What do you get out of it? How long? Um, you know, uh, ask them if they're into the particular uh, exploration kinks and fetishes that you might be thinking of and make sure that you're a good fit. Um, what's their vetting process is also a really important question. Um, you know, how are they going to get to know you? Do they just say, okay, I, you, you told me the things and now we're going to have the same day appointment. That's fine. But how, if you're one that needs to go to surrender and subspace, that's not going to work for you. You need to feel safe and in order for you to feel safe, then you're going to need a whole bunch of, you know, front loaded time of questions and intakes and all the process to get so that you know that your your dom knows you and so you can let go of control so that you can feel safe but if you're just an adventurer and you're you want to just explore then you don't need to go into a lot of stuff you can just have like a quick you know quick intake session so again it's who you are and what you want and how you move ask the questions for your pro have some pro time, find out what really, you know, floats your boat. And then you might want to try to, the, the dating world of, you know, finding a dom that you can date. But you don't, can't do that until you know what you want and what you need and, and what you're calling in. All right. Till next time, stay safe, always. Stay kinky, absolutely. And don't forget to stay horny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find me at GaiaMorissette.com or Empress Gaia. Uh, Empress Gaia at G... Or sorry. It's been a while. EmpressGaia.com for all of your BDSM and kink needs and education and training and all the things that I do. All right. Till next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So, quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia.
I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.